0: Now is the time for the leader to qualify. Please stand when sharing, so all may hear and see. We ask that you keep the focus on your recovery in this 12-step meeting to Overeaters Anonymous. Qualify until 9.15. Okay, so that's uh, about 20 minutes. Not bad. The last time I was here, I think it was about a 40-minute qualification, but I'll start with this which I was wearing when I came into program it was part of a suit made by a guy that some of us may remember on Wilshire Boulevard called Eddie at uh, a place called Zachary All and um, as you can see I've given away about eight inches from around my waist and uh, done it one day at a time. Um, when i when I came into program, uh, I was spiritually and emotionally bankrupt um, and uh, a good friend of mine on a Friday. Uh, We we met down at Rancho to play a little pitch and putt golf. And um, he said, you know, uh, I'm going to this uh, OA meeting tonight at the West Side Pavilion. There was a great big meeting at the West Side Pavilion at that time in 1990 and in January of 1990. He said, would you like to come with me? And I said, yeah, I'd like. Come with you. At the time, uh, you know, I was carrying a lot of weight. I hadn't carried it my entire life. I was really at my heaviest. So I went to the meeting and um, I, I just, the honesty there just drew me in. That And the fact that there was nobody with a cash register at the door when you came in or left. And um, I kept coming back. Food had always been my thing uh, as far back as I can remember. Um, I can remember being five years old and sitting um, in uh, a a dinette area that we had and... um, uh, having finished uh, a very nourishing breakfast that my mom prepared. And it was a different breakfast every morning. There were, you know, housewives at that time. And uh, I can remember finishing breakfast, as I said, and seeing my mom across the kitchen and saying, Mom, what's for lunch? You know, it was it was that kind of an attachment that I had to food. I later discovered uh, in program, actually, that uh, it was that that need of mine was because of uh, an empty hole inside me that uh, might be called loneliness, but uh, uh, might also be called a need for a, a godly connection. And um, uh, I, I was brought up uh, in religion, but um, as an adult, I started asking questions, and those questions led me to sort of float away from any kind of religion, and so when I came in a program, I was, uh, as I said, uh, spiritually on, on the bankrupt side, um, and, and in fact, at the time... Uh, my reward system was totally tied to food. Um, It was like, uh, you know, uh, I had uh, this bakery that I went to three times a week, and this ice cream place that I went to, and this gourmet market that I went to, and and I never thought of it as being my reward system. <coughs> Pardon me. But um, it was by default. So um, at any rate, um, the 12 steps uh, really um, appealed to me. I, I liked the fact that. Um, uh, integrity was uh, a part of this process self-examination was a part of the process um, looking at uh, areas where I might uh, Im- improve was part of the process and um, uh, and I love listening to my fellows um, I, I had been in another program that um, I really didn't have to work I'm not going to name it but um, uh, I had had a, a spiritual experience there a spiritual experience being defined as a sudden uh, spiritual joust that um, uh, allowed me to stop uh, uh a certain behavior uh to uh, i i will go a little bit further to to put a cork in the uh in the bottle i'll stop there but uh uh, at any rate i i didn't have to work it you know It, it i stopped and that was it i didn't examine uh myself any deeper than that and um Uh, And that was okay. I mean, the fact that I came in, as I said, uh, bankrupt here, uh, you know, it 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 was in its own time. And um, and like I said earlier, you know, uh, I started food really early in life. I started leaning on it. So um, I, I had had an experience with a higher power, although I I uh didn't uh, focus on that and and when i came in uh i i realized that um you guys were my higher power and not only you guys and, and your wisdom and your spiritual connections and your uh willingness to uh take a take a hand and help and um uh, that that you guys were my higher power, along with Mother Nature. Um, I I really see Mother Nature uh, as being a part of uh, uh, God's intent uh, for us to uh, experience the universe and. Um, Of course, no one knows about God per se. But uh, for me, Mother Nature and you guys are really where it's at. Um, The humility that I've seen here, um, it it just compels me. And um, let let me talk about uh, a little bit about um, who I was in part. Uh, as a person uh, and, and I think this is something that a lot of people might identify with um, I call myself the king of those who take a lot for granted I, I took a lot for granted in my um, earlier life not, not as a kid but because uh, I didn't think about it But uh, I I took things for granted as an adult. And um, one of the things that helped me help yank me out of that was hearing you guys talk about being grateful, you know, because gratitude is the other side of uh, taking things for granted and. you know, the clouds in the sky, the breeze, um, the wisdom and humility that I hear all the time from everybody here. The, the admission of um, powerlessness. It, it's um, just I, I am so grateful to hear all that from my fellows and um, um, through the steps. I've I've been able to clear up uh, any, what should I say, misunderstandings that I may have had uh, via resentments with uh, people close to me. Um, Those those are the important people. I don't I don't harbor gratefully. I don't harbor a lot of uh, resentments It. it, uh, it isn't something that I, um, I I gratefully have to deal with all the time. But um, uh, I've, I've been able to come to terms and uh, really make amends to living amends, we call it, in program to uh, those closest to me. I'm talking about uh, uh, my parents, my siblings. And uh, like that, and and that has lifted from uh, my shoulders um, more weight than I can talk about. Um, I've also um, I also came to terms with uh, some of my other uh, behavior. Uh, I'm I'm um, my profession is one where I help people. and um, sometimes people would come to me and they would say, Oh, poor me, I'm um, I really need your help and there's no way out of this and I haven't got the money and all of that. and um, and the facts surrounding their poor me situation uh, weren't sufficient to really help them so I would help them by creating uh facts so to speak that um would get them out of their uh their their dilemma now some of you know what I do for a living um most don't uh but uh I had to stop doing that. It was it was kind of a, uh, you know, when I was a kid, I used to love watching Robin Hood on television, (laughs) but it didn't fit for me. You know, I I couldn't do what I was doing in good conscience. So I had to stop and it changed my my outlook and uh, it freed me to uh, be uh, a a good um, uh, professional. I'll just use those two words together. They don't fit very well, but uh, a dutiful professional. I'll put it that way. But um, at any rate, um, Ben asked me to come and share here. And uh, let me go back and talk about food a little bit and what it was like for me when I first came into the program. I couldn't do another diet um, at all. I didn't want to connect with a sponsor who would say, well, just don't eat it. Um, I was a bit of a rebel and but I was willing to not eat sugar. that was my first abstinence. Now, that left a lot of leeway. Let me tell you, I, I ate very healthy foods, but I ate very healthy foods uh, in pretty good quantity. Um, kind of uh, the, the cabbage soup binge, if you will. Um, not, not exactly, but close. Um, And um, the food that I've put into my mouth has uh, the quantity of food that I put into my mouth has ebbed and flowed over time. By that, I mean sometimes more, sometimes less. And um, uh, so um, I know the challenges. Uh, The way that I sponsor is very... uh, some people might in the room might disagree with me, but the way that I sponsor is very liberal, very understanding. Thank you. Yes. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not um, uh, somebody who's uh, like a, a Marine Corps drill sergeant um, with my sponsees. And um, simply because... I believe that I've had to find my own pathway with food and so that's the way that I sponsor. Um, some folks need someone who's uh, a disciplinarian and um, and that that's cool. that's very cool. So um, it's it's the freedom that I've been allowed here that's helped me to stick with the program and um, it's uh, my spiritual connection with uh, all of you with Mother Nature with uh, my relatives with um, uh, uh, with recovery in general um, I've, I've also um, uh, been able to uh, actualize myself through uh, some creativity I'm grateful to say I found that part of uh, excuse me of me that's on the other side of my brain from where I am from nine to five and uh, I'm grateful for that um, And um, and I'm somebody who doesn't like to lead Big meetings like this. I, I would rather just sit in the back and listen and take it in. Um, so, um, it, this is a workshop meeting. I'm not quite sure what that means, except that you guys are going to fire questions at me and ask uh, uh, how how do I do it? What's what's my process? Um, you know, where where. Uh, where do I go to work my program and, and like that? And um, so uh, I'm actually going to wrap it up early, if that's uh, acceptable. I see I've got uh, a couple of, a couple of minutes left here. But um, at any rate, uh, let me see what this says here. Thank you. This is a time for questions only. There's no sharing at this meeting. If you need to share, please do so with any one of us after the meeting. Also, please remember that the opinions of the leaders are my own and not those of Overeaters Anonymous as a whole. When asking questions, you need not identify yourself if, if we're being recorded, which we are. Please remember, if you ask a question, your voice may be audible on the front or on the uh, on the O.A. podcast. Excuse me. Um, If being recorded, please restate the question after it's asked questions until nine thirty five. You will get a five minute warning. Okay. so. uh, Do there happen to be any questions? And no, ah, a question. Good. Hi, good morning. Thank you so much for your um, riveting experience, strength, and hope. I was wondering what your—I actually have two questions. on so am like deciding which one. Okay. Um, can you talk about how your what your relationship with your family is like now, and if there was any. Um, you know, sort of negativity around your eating when you, know, in, when you were in your disease and how, what your current um, relationship is now Look. okay um, I had uh, a, a resentment uh, with my mom when I came into program and uh, and I was in the food when I came into my program and through looking at my own defects and realizing how self-centered I was, and I don't mean the kind of self-centeredness that is grabbing, but just where I only saw my point of view, you know. And I wasn't focused on gratitude. I had taken a whole lot of stuff for granted in my upbringing and so I I learned to set that aside and um, my mom is no longer alive actually but uh, I uh, healed things with her uh, with my sister and um, uh, you know living amends are Changing my behavior, and and I did that. I uh, very willingly listened to my fellows, listened to you guys, what you were doing, and did the same thing myself. So, yes. Thank you for your share. Um, you mentioned how you got access creativity. Can you say a little bit about how that's helped your program? You know, I didn't hear the. Main word that you use. Yes, you mentioned that you've accessed your creativity. Oh. And I was wondering if you could just share and accept your program. It's helped me to be more self-accepting. Uh, the question was, I mentioned that I had accessed my creativity. And how has that helped me with my program? It's... it's um, it's part of what uh, they say in the big book that if we're patient with this whole process we'll be thrust into the what's the word fourth dimension yeah thank you um, and uh, it's helped me to arrive there in part so uh, that that's a, a condensed version but uh, uh, I had uh, self esteem issues and uh, still do it to some point. Um, and so it, it's helped me with self esteem issues like that. Yes? Do you, so you still have sugar? Once in a while, I'll have a little sugar, but not. Uh, uh, it's rare. Um, but in general, I, I do not eat sugar. Yes. So it sounded like your abstinence is an never changing and growing thing in your life. It's an evolved. My abstinence is an evolving thing. Yeah. Can you speak to how you know when it's time to change that abstinence to something else? What guides you in that direction? Some with sponsor guidance and some with just... Uh, a gut reaction kind of thing but it it isn't as though I varied at all when I began program when I came into program it was sugar and that meant if sugar was above the fifth item on the list of contents on a can of tomatoes or ketchup or whatever I didn't eat it at all Uh, nowadays I realize that I'm not triggered by ketchup. So I could have some ketchup. So that's what I meant by having some sugar. It isn't like I'll lust after a box of See's candy or something like that. It's just not on the horizon. Yes. Hi. Can you talk about all the service that you've done? Your service... I hate service. No, that's not true. I yeah. Um, well, uh, some sponsoring some uh, service on a group level. Uh, I mean, an individual meeting level, some service on the intergroup group level, um, just sort of as it fits. Um, I'm I'm not one who will uh, do that if it's a, if it uh, if it doesn't feel right. So I'm patient with myself. So, yes. What action do you take to stay out of your head? Well, the Serenity Prayer for one, the Third Step Prayer for a second thing. The question was. What action do I do to stay out of my head? Going to using the tools, you know, meetings are really a big thing for me. I get so much out of meetings and it keeps me out of uh, the craziness that might flow through my thought process. Um, some prayer again, uh, helps. Um, Like that. Also, uh, in the morning, uh, I I do meditate. The meditation that I do is thinking through what I'm going to be doing that day. And trying to imagine if there's some character defects that I have that might come up during the day. So I'm sort of um, disarming myself by going through that process like that. Yes. Thank you. Could you talk about your experiences with steps six or seven? Yeah, I was taught that um, it's not up to me to listen to a sponsor telling me what my character defects are. It's rather up to me to identify them. So um, I remain, as a sponsor, I remain open to if if a sponsee asks me, "Do you see any character defects?" I'll I'll, as we're going over an inventory or something like that after an inventory. Um, if they ask me, I will give feedback and I will ask myself sometimes if a sponsor sees uh, a defect in me. And um, uh, I, I will pray that they're lifted. Um, I will pray for God's help with them and uh, like that. Okay. So does that answer your question? Yeah. So why is there no question? Why are there no questions coming from this side of the aisle? No questions? Okay, fair enough. Yes? Okay. How did you work the steps and do you currently, formally work the steps more than just one? More than just what? More than one. Have you worked these steps formally more than once? Oh, the whole. And if so, yes. how do you do? So the question was, have I worked the whole series of steps more than once? Answer, yes. Um, but uh, I, I do a tenth step. So that keeps me in the process. A tenth step is where we examine what's gone on during the day. And if we have hurt or harmed anyone, we uh, decide whether we need with, with help, uh, perhaps uh, whether we need to make amends or what we need to do. So that that keeps me in the loop of the steps um, just by virtue of the fact that I that I do it and um, I want to add that uh, I sleep very well so yeah okay so um, that leaves uh, time for a second leader to come up uh, yes please How do I deal with difficult people? This this is an answer people may not like. I exclude them from my life. Uh, It it isn't as wholesale a a calling as all that. But but, uh, I, I... being self-employed, it, it's a whole lot easier to avoid people who are difficult than to uh, have to repeatedly deal with them. Um, in the past, I have uh, prayed for them. You know, it, it, uh, that, that chapter in the big book called The Freedom from Bondage, where the woman is reading, has read this magazine article, and uh, where she has this resentment towards her mom, and the article written by a minister says, uh, "If you have a resentment, pray for that person. Pray that, uh, pray that they have uh, good health, happiness, and abundance in in their lives." And so, uh, th- this woman had blamed her mother for everything, her alcoholism excuse me, her divorces, all that. She started to pray for that person, and uh, after a couple of weeks, the the resentment was was lifted. I've I've done that. Uh, I don't have to do it these days, but uh, in the past, I've done that. Got i Thanks for your share. I was wondering. I'm sorry if I missed it. If you talk about, uh, you talk about the nine steps men a little bit, and you mentioned, you know, having a profession that perhaps you, you had to you had to let go of because maybe it wasn't compatible with a 12-step lifestyle. I'm wondering if there were men in that area or just in general. Men. I'm not sure that I remember all of the question, but but. Um, men. Yeah. Talk about making. Um, that's your five minutes. Oh, that's the five. Okay. Thank you. Um, Amends. The greatest lesson that I learned in this process is that before I make an amends, I need to talk it over with someone. I need to talk it over with, depending on the complexity I need to talk it over with someone who's been through the exact same thing. Now, if it's just a matter of being a little bit late for a meeting like this one, um, and if I want to make an amends, um, I don't need to talk it over. I just make the amends. But if it's something complex, it's, it's really important because... Um, for example, if, if I had done something criminal uh, in nature, telling my sponsor about it would not give me the kind of protection that I might need from the law. I shouldn't share it with my sponsor. I should share it with an attorney who might know what I what it was all about okay Um, as for my own amends um, I didn't walk away from my profession I changed my behavior the amends that I made were living amends Um, thank you for asking the question yes Primarily sugar um, and popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm addicted to crunchy and salty and savory and uh, If uh, if I open the package, I'll dive right in. So yeah. Um. Do you have a daily spiritual practice? And if so, what is it? It's my meditating in the morning and thinking through my day and imagining how my character defects might interfere with the, that process beforehand. Is there another question? No? Okay. Okay. So, one, two, three. Thank you very much for letting <laughs>